I'm gonna peace out on Esme and head to the uh, animal control. Okay. Unless Esme wants to come along. No, Esme's gonna get a lawn chair and a little umbrella and a little picnic and camp out by yep. where the cats have been being murdered. So as you're examining these cats, which are in various states of destroyed, they all have the same sorts of distinguishing features. They look exactly like the cat that Dottie picked up. I'm going to try to trap this cat. You look up and you see a meteor streaking towards you guys. The meteor doesn't strike you. It strikes Jim standing next to you. Uh, and okay. then it pierces through Jim. Right. And then it pierces through the cage. And then it pierces through the cat. As may you recall reading something about, like, uh, burning chains seem to be the result of someone conducting blasphemous rites to Zexanoth, the lurking chaos to relive a portion of their own life. Well, Dottie has committed a blasphemy. Well, or the cat. The cat might have done it. I feel like you probably need to recite this, and cats don't have really the lip flexibility to recite things in ancient languages. Well, I was writing this article about cloned <laughs> cats, and I was going to say they could pretty much do whatever. So, I mean, you want to trust that. Yeah. Well, you were- there's also the guy who was locked up, and maybe he really liked being chained up in a basement, so maybe he did the ritual. I doubt this. I think I it was Dottie. Dottie wanting to relive time, though. I don't, I don't get that as a motivation. Well, she's senile, and her right. current so senile people like to actively ser- search out things they've never done before and try them out for the first time. Who says this is the first time she's done this? Mm, no, yeah. I mean, what? That's okay. Possible. To relive a portion of their life—is that what you said? Uh, they like. Yes, that's that's what you can recall uh, without doing a little bit more research. Hmm. Okay, so my plan is this, but she's senile, so she might not even remember doing this. You think she did this, like, a long time ago? I don't know. Well, it's only been happening for, like, a week. It's only been happening since of, she got the sure, eviction notice. Yeah. That's when the cat murders started. That's when Larry went out there. Hmm. Right, right. Okay. Maybe she... I mean, that seems to check out. Okay, so here's here's my thought. I think that after the ambulance arrives, or the Uber that we called, because ambulances are way too expensive, um, <laughs> we just we just check the box on Uber saying we need a, a doctor who's moonlighting. Yeah, that, that exists. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they do do... Um, you can get your flu shots via Uber. <laughs> that is delightful. It's and the mobile dystopian. Clinic. Anyways, how is that dystopian? That's positive. You call an Uber and there's a nurse in the background and she's got needles and she just pokes one right into your body and the fact that it's it. necessary is dystopian. Anyways, moving and, on. And sometimes they have ice cream. So. The, what? What kind of you know, fantastic Uber... Uber are you writing? In? No, that was a thing. There, 
you could call an Uber and it would bring you ice cream one that summer. That's nuts to me. In, in Pittsburgh. Anyway, I mean, part of it part of it was cuz they were stealing researchers from Carnegie Mellon and whatnot. So they were trying to buy people <laughs> with sweet sweet sugar and sweet sweet flu shots. But I'm sure it worked. That's why I went to go work for them. Uh, um, anyways, uh, I'm going to fall um, into a depressed funk about the world we live in. But while I do that, we should so go I'm check to out Esme and be like, "So we're going to burn down this house, right?" I don't know if we should burn down this house. I don't know what this chaotic existence Cause, cause, is. Because, like, they didn't train us on how to do, like, counter spells and stuff, like, from Harry Potter, right? <laughs> like, Did we take the defense against the dark arts? No, I didn't. Did you? <laughs> they weren't offering it when I was there at the non-location that Delta Green operates out of. Um, I mean, they just, like, sometimes let us have guns. So, like, I don't know how we're supposed to stop a time loop when it's... What'd they say? This person made some sacrifice to relive a part of her life. That's what we're thinking, right? Theoretically, I guess? I mean, it's a question mark. I mean, all of the other scenarios we have played so far, the solution has been to burn it the fuck down. So either you know this what? is a You're continuation. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take a look at that. Um, I'm gonna maybe I should go look at that shop to see if they have kerosene or just one gallon containers of gasoline <laughs> everywhere. Um, maybe they're on the sh- they stock those on the shelf or lighter fluid. You know whatever will burn, right? Oh, you know what? And he's not even watching the shop. We could just like you know, put an IOU. I don't even have to charge this because I'm getting real close to my limit for the month. Oh boy! Um, but you know they have security cameras, right? Well, I didn't say I'm gonna steal it. I'm just saying I ain't gotta charge it right now. That's a lot of stuff to carry. Maybe I can Uber it. Uh, let me just let me just check. So, so I'm trying to think seriously, like if we're planning on burning her, burning this place down, I mean, that seems like the best place to get starter fluid and stuff to me. I don't know, though. I feel like there has to be some way to stop this. Yeah, there probably is. Maybe burning everything to the ground wasn't what we were supposed to do in the past. (laughs) Um, Pretty sure that was the only right solution in the first one. Right. Yeah, because we lost, we would lose incredible sanity if we had lit I mean, that bitch on fire but we then lose... if we didn't light, the, light her on fire then she hunted us in the woods so I mean win win basically <laughs> um, so if we go to this lady's house we can't get her out of the house but we also don't know exactly what's causing the loop in part because it doesn't seem to be only contained to the house and that the cat keeps showing up outside of the house that's true. But the time inside the house is moving slower, I think. I feel like it's elsewhere. both moving slower and also repeating. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess Maybe. it must be, I guess. I mean, if it's been going for a week, I don't know. Yeah, let's burn this fucker down. All right, how much does gasoline cost? Well, I'm trying to think if um, we could get the, the building condemned people to come out. That way the blood's on their hands. I mean, the building is going to be torn down in two days' time. 
I mean, yeah, we could just wait. I guess we could wait. But J Jeremy really loves us waiting for things to happen, though. So he's probably going to ask us, <laughs> all right, it's at 10 o'clock. You guys want to wait for another two days? And be like, yep. And be like, all right. Well, at 11 o'clock, you get a phone call from a scammer. Okay, what, you still want to wait for two more days? Yes, Jeremy, yes, we want to wait. What do you have for breakfast? Yeah, well, I'm going to have breakfast, all right? Does it matter? And he's like, yep, okay. Well, you got to wait another day and a half. What are you going to do today? Wait, I'm going to go to work. Okay, what do you do at work? At work, you get a mysterious phone call from a scammer. What do you, what do, you do? I hang up. Okay, it's lunchtime. Okay, so I'm not going to do all those things. I would um, like to at least try. I want to go to Dottie's house and see if maybe a third search roll. Maybe a third search uh, roll will will find something. In, I mean, there's a lot of garbage. There's got to be some kind of unnatural thing in there. Yeah, and there's a second floor. Oh, is there a... I wonder if there's a ladder or something. I could try and go in an upstore, up, upstairs window. Maybe. I... We could probably buy one at this untended grocery store. Um, yeah, I think I'd like to try and get in a second floor window, because Jeremy wouldn't let me go up the stairs. Yeah, that's um, very suspicious. I'm gonna go get a ladder from somewhere and come back. Okay. Alright. Are you gonna wait for him, or are you gonna go on there by yourself, Esme? I'm going, I am going as a precaution to purchase some matches and lighter fluid and whatever else seems especially flammable at this grocery store. Because I'm sure he wasn't the only person working there. I hope. Was uh, he? Yeah, he's the evening clerk. Yeah, he's the only one there. <sighs> Fine. Then I'll go somewhere else. I'll go back to that Home Depot. You we can, can both go. You. We can both go to the Home Depot, and he can get a ladder, and I can get flammable materials, and then we'll go to Dottie's house. All right. Uh, so y'all go, and you purchase your supplies, and uh, you get back to Dottie's house. I'd say it's probably, after all of that excitement, like 8.45 or 9 o'clock. Probably closer to 9. Okay. I'm going to try and go up, uh, let's say, the an upstairs window in the rear of the house, where the, the door was that we um, that we were able to enter via. So you're both going to go to the rear entrance? I will hold the ladder for him. And then after, or her, rather. And then after say, Cindy is safely up there, I'm going to knock and see if Dottie answers this time. So, yes, yeah, Cindy, you crawl up the ladder. The uh, windows are all boarded up, but if you spend a few minutes, you can pry one off enough to break a window and crawl into it if you want. Yep, I'm going to do that. Okay. Uh, so you find yourself in a bedroom, an upstairs bedroom. It is just as filled with trash as the downstairs is. Basically, the only difference is that there are no cats up here. It definitely has like an old, musty smell to it. Of... When I look out the window... From while I'm standing inside, what do I see? Uh, yeah, if you look out the window, you can see Esme standing down there. Is she moving at, like, a regular real-time speed? Uh, yes, she does seem to be doing 
acting in a normal Esme fashion. I'm going to call down to her and see if I hear her fine. It's just really dirty up here. Um, you can hear me and see me fine? Yes. Do I? I can't remember yeah. if, the, if so, like, on the first floor, if we could hear or see each other fine through the doorway. Uh, so when y'all try talking to each other through the doorway, uh, it sound you could hear them talking, but it was, like, at the end of a long tunnel. And, the, and we do not have that experience currently. You do not currently have that experience, no. Uh, I'm going to search around, I guess. Uh, so I'll run a search. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. And uh, Esme, you're going to enter through that bottom door? I guess. Hey, I succeed with an 18 against a 23. Oh, uh, John, you did give yourself a check mark for that failed dodge roll, right? Yeah, I just did it. Just did okay. it. Awesome. Uh, Cindy, you're spending some time searching through these top rooms, and uh, this first room that you're in, it looks like it's been left well enough alone, uh, but you crawl through to this hallway, and it looks like someone's been through here pretty recently. Uh, the stairway, uh, it, it looks like someone like dug a crawl space through it, and you find like a chest, a trunk that was uh, that's been left open that seems to have some uh, artifacts inside of it. There is a picture of a group of people together in this like faded photograph. They seem to be in some uh, South Pacific nation. Uh, they're dressed in uh, like the it looks like maybe the 60s or 70s, that sort of clothing. There's some... Uh, do, do any of the people in the picture look familiar? Uh, you see one that looks like maybe it could be Dottie, uh, much, much younger. You find some archaeology tools in there uh, that are rusted and slightly worn with uh, use. Uh, and neglect and you find a newspaper from the uh, uh, from 78 uh, that talks about a uh, archaeology team that disappeared uh, in Burma hmm. alright uh, I'm gonna pull the chest out so it's near the window I came in through Okay. Um, is there anything else for me to find up here not really. Um, okay. And Esme, were you waiting for Cindy to show back up, or did you want to... I know you said you wanted to knock at the door and see if Dottie answered. Yeah, I'm knocking, and if she answers, I'll talk to her, but I don't want to leave until Cindy comes back down, because I don't know what's up there. So if she needs me to, like, come help or hold the ladder again, I don't want to be inside. Yeah. Uh, so when you knock, Dottie does not answer. Okay. Uh, All right, I'm and going to call down. Uh, Cindy, you can hear the knocking from inside the house. Like, it seems muffled and distance, distant, like, but not abnormally so. Okay. I'm going to see if I can, like, you know, take the chest with me outside the house. 
Okay. Um, you just gonna push it through the window? <laughs> well, Slide it uh, down the ladder. I, mean, I was gonna. I, I was assuming the chest was sort of like, uh, you know, like three feet long. Is that wrong? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's probably like seventy-five pounds or something like that. It's a heavy wood. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I was gonna uh, see if there was some way we could sort of lower it, you know, gently out. Whether that's kind of taking it step by step um, with send uh, with Esme supporting it from below, or something kind of like that. Yeah, I want you both make athletics check, and and we'll see how this goes. Oh boy. I mean, I could try and like do a. Uh, um, do some sort of, like, pulley system, um, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> Alright. Great job, Esme. Always Cindy. pulling more weight than me. Yeah, Cindy, you should <laughs> give yourself a check mark. Did so. Oh no! Do I fall uh, out of the window, but she gets the chest <laughs> down fine? No, so Esme, like, comes up the ladder a little bit and is helping you carry the chest down. As you're trying to follow her, you begin you lose your grip on the chest. So you have a choice. Uh, do you want to let go of the ladder to stabilize the chest a little bit? Or do you just want to watch the chest tumble? Uh, let go of the ladder to stabilize the chest? Uh, make a dex times five. Which is better than your athletics so <laughs> oh wow there you go super good i got a seven against a 70 so good work okay so you uh you know uh you're able to keep your balance and keep this chest from crashing down on esme all right so yeah y'all get it down to the ground good good job thank you you're right. stolen a chest from an old lady <laughs> So, so this chest had, I think, so, so I think she used to be an archaeologist or something. And I think that the chest here has some artifacts that maybe she used in as part of the ritual. So I figured at a minimum, we need to get this stuff to destroy it or get it back to, to Delta Green. Um, but maybe it'll help us figure out what, uh, what we can do to stop the loop. Okay. Uh, we um, dig through the chest and examine it carefully. Yeah. So like, I I want to remind probably. you that when you found the chest, it looked like someone had cleared their way towards it and left it open, as if perhaps someone had taken something out of it. Oh, so it's not here anymore. Yeah. So maybe we should go back in to see if maybe Dottie's doing something she shouldn't. Yes. All right. Let so, what do you do think, that. Esme? Should I should I go back up the upstairs and go down through the little tunnel, or should we go in the front door here? Let's just go door, in rather. the door that's right here. That's what we okay. did last well, time. Let's open it. All right. Uh, so you open up the door, and uh, you don't immediately see Dottie inside. Uh, it's it's late at night. It's kind of on the darker side. There are a couple of like battery-powered lamps around. For the most part, this area in front of you with the refrigerator 
and there's a small little table and just a million cats. For the most part, it's lit up by the late evening news coming out of this television. Okay, well, I'm going to walk inside, see if I can see uh, any recently used pathways through all the muck. Uh, so on the small little table that's in there, you find a scroll that has been laid out on the table there. I read the scroll. It's a short scroll that seems to be made of some uh, thin, flexible, silvery metal. It's got a dark ink on it. It looks like it's going to take you about uh, a couple of hours if you want to read the whole thing. Or do you just kind of want to like peruse through it? Peruse through it, I guess? Yeah. Uh, so it seems to be uh, some sort of story that about a uh, certain rights to a Forgomon god of hours and cycles. Yeah, like, as you're perusing through it, it seems to be some sort of dialogue about this guy talking about uh, rituals that can be done to bend time to one's wheel, uh, invoking the chaos god Zexanoth. But that's, that's what you get from a quick glance of it. Alright, well, so I'm gonna hold on to that scroll then. So I'm gonna hold on to the scroll. Okay, so you have the Black Scroll of Atmox in your possession. Hi, brother! Oh, hey, John! Why are you here? I'm here because I am a podcaster now, apparently. Because we have a podcast, this podcast, members this of podcast. KZL. You know, you've been on this podcast for a while. What? <laughs> Did you not know? Is that a wild Tabitha I hear? Uh, what? Is. Yep, it is. Oh wild my gosh, let appears. me get my master ball out. For... <laughs> hey, nope. Tabitha oh. has already been caught. Wow, that sounded um, really chauvinistic of me, didn't it? It really did. Wow, Jeremy, how could you? <laughs> I was just trying to... I, w I just popped a lure module, too. But now I can't steal your wife from you. Um, uh, okay, good. Well, hey, for the first time, we're all here for the little <laughs> intermission thing. So definitely wanted to say thanks, everyone, for tuning in and listening to us. Uh, do y'all have anything y'all want to share with the peoples? You do know that you just said lessening. 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 As in there, someone would learn something productive from this podcast, which I do not doubt. Um, but uh, <laughs> they do have to listen in order to lessen. Um, but, yeah. Uh, sorry, you said a question. I was totally distracted by your amazing use of English language. What Do you have anything <laughs> you want to talk about to our wonderful listeners? Uh, well, I do want to thank, thank my brother uh my brother jeremy here for uh for being our gm and uh leading us on uh all kinds of mysteries where he forces us to do murders uh to other people uh, so, uh you are doing the murders you've yeah, been the murderer here all I i've done is put potential you, victims in front of you and you couldn't help yourself right all them you cats. have literally asked hey should i kill this person to anyone at any point. Often. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, thank you for listening. 
And uh, as, as Jeremy is wont to do, uh, we do plug some stuff here. So if anyone is interested in learning about what I do uh, not as a podcaster um, on this program, uh, I have a website, uh, Jonathan Cush, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-K-U-S-H, one word, dot com. And that's where uh, I talk about some of my research there. Uh, I also am big into movies and stuff, and I talk about movies, sometimes with the bents of my research and sometimes just in general. The, I've got a couple of essays on the Godzilla films on there, which people might be interested in if you listen to this podcast. So uh, go check that out. Well, thanks for sharing all of that, John. Uh, what about you, Tabitha? Anything you want to share with our listeners? Um, I am a full-time yarn wizard. I crochet a lot. I also do other yarn-related things, but mostly it's just crochet. I design all of my own patterns. And I um, I can be found online if you search for Quiet Nova Studios. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Etsy. I'm on, I think I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. And if you are interested in fiber arts or crochet or anything of that nature, please check me out and buy a pattern because it really helps. All right. Well, thanks for sharing that. Uh, And as always, uh, you can find my novel on Amazon.com. Definitely appreciate everyone listening to it. If you like what you're hearing here, you'll probably like that novel too. It's called The Calling. Uh, It's kind of a creepy supernatural story and alternate history sort of thing. So check it out. I think you might like it. Um, I definitely want to give a shout out to the wonderful people at Art Dream who made this game, Delta Green. I've had a lot of fun running it and playing it with my brother and my wife here. I think that maybe they haven't enjoyed it as much as I have, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Either of you can mm-hmm. jump in and correct me there if you want, but... <laughs> No, they I, didn't. I, so I, I, I've I've not done role playings of the games uh, in a long time, and it's been fun to get back into it. I did have a, a comment for you, Jeremy, though. Oh um, yeah, yeah. There, did you know there's a TV show called Dead Pixels? Oh no, I didn't know that. Yeah, I just saw an ad for it the other day, and I was like, that's not my brother's podcast as a TV show, but or my my brother's book as a TV show. <laughs> Yeah, that's um, my short story that I've got up there. Right, right. But, um, but uh, yeah. Oh, anyway. that's funny. Yeah? You could sue them, potentially. Um, I well, mean, maybe. If you were more litigious. They, they did put one extra... De- I think Letter. I wrote dead pixel. Yeah, dead pixel. You know what? I'm not that sort of uh, asshole either. Litigious individual? Yeah. Of course not. No. Yeah. Um, Probably be a lot wealthier if you were. Maybe. Have you but had I'd lots of reasons be... to sue people, Jeremy? What? I mean... Have you had lots of reasons to sue people? I have. Especially you. Ooh. <laughs> anyway. I, that seems wrong. <laughs> on its face. Yeah, it is. It was just It was just a thing. A thing that I said that was wrong. Yeah. Many yeah. things you say are wrong, Jeremy. Yeah, like saying that you own your wife. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I definitely want to say thank you to Ketza, who made our intro and outro song mission ready uh definitely go check them out at bandcamp.com and uh don't forget that you can reach out to us 
us, no matter what my brother and my wife say, you can reach us <laughs> at membersofksl at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Twitter at membersofksl. Anyway, uh, I wanted to thank my brother and my wife for joining me this time for a little special one to wrap up the 10th episode that we're going to be releasing. Uh, so thank you guys for joining me. I know it's not what you normally do, but I figured since we had the opportunity, I'd love if y'all could for episode number 10. What? What? What was that? What construction that of sentence weird... was this? What? That did this not is, make this sense. Is not what you, who, are, who is the people that are doing things they don't normally do? Well, you and Tabitha. Y'all don't normally it's... read me. Uh, join me for the intermission segment. Oh, so. uh, I get it. I yeah. guess. And this is episode okay. number 10, so it's a special treat for everyone's ears. Yay! Treats for the ears. Alright, well, we'll let you Ear get candy. back to the show. A episode of. Yeah, and we'll Delicious be seeing candy. Great. Alright, Esme, where do you think this lady is? Basement. Go to the basement. Let's, let's do it. Did we search the whole go. ground floor? Uh, yeah, y'all searched the whole ground floor. Uh, I mean, you searched it previously. She wasn't in this room. Uh, but if you're gonna look here, like, she's in this front room right here. Uh, okay. Just, well, just kind of chilling with her cat sitting down on a partially buried chair. <laughs> so I'm gonna walk up to her and say... Hey, Dottie. Oh, hello. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. So I got a question for you, Dottie. D- do you recognize this scroll here? I show her the scroll. Um. Where, why do you have that? That's mine. And and so you used to be an archaeologist, is that right? Why are you in my house? <laughs> so I have a question. Do you love your cats? Who doesn't love my cats? And 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 that cat right there. And I point to the cat that has been dying. Wh- that cat is that? not. That cat is not here. Okay. You that that the, the cat that you love. That she her her face starts quivering and she says, "Someone, someone terrible killed Penny." Right, who, right. Who would kill my darling Penny? So somebody did that, and I'm pretty sure that that somebody is you. But you may not have meant to. So no, someone hit it with their car. When? Just, just a couple hours ago. The, the nice man from oh. the grocery store came and told me. Right. He said that right. some. And then. And then you some wanted your fancy, cat back, is that right? S- some some no good low down city city Uber driver ran over my cat. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm very sorry about that. And that is me. That was me. I was partially responsible for that. She like And then I start <laughs> Oh, that's probably the wrong thing to say. She so, starts like feebly, like hitting at you with her fist. Why would you kill my penny? It was an accident. Why was your penny outside? Where do you want them to go to the bathroom? Oh my god, that is so irresponsible. So, 
so so I'm I'm very sorry, Dottie. Now, now you have or will perform some sort of rite to try and bring this cat back. Okay. She, have she, you thought about that? She looks very confused and is like, "You're right. I could use the scroll." And right, she tries so to take the scroll idea. from you. So, so that would be a bad idea because you've already done this in our future. No, no. There's, and there's only one way to to get Penny back. You're I'm right. Punch her. So I'm gonna punch her. I'm not kidding. Um, I'm gonna do unarmed <laughs> combat against this lady. Just oh my god. <laughs> So I rolled a 98 against I'm, a 40, which a is 98 a failure. against the 40. Oh my God. Okay, so go she ahead dodges. And give you uh, go go ahead and give yourself a check mark. I'm pretty uh, sure this is the second time I have attempted to punch this lady. Yes, um, and and you critted on her the first time. Uh, but Wait, because, crit fail or crit win? No, you you did a crit win the first time. Uh, right. But it still did zero damage because you rolled so poorly. Mm. Uh, also, I think that we did the math wrong. But anyway, uh, so you go to punch her and you hit a cat instead. <laughs> and all of the cats simultaneously start hissing at you. Okay. You know, they don't feel camaraderie like that as creatures. Um, They're yowling. Uh, I'm gonna turn to Esme and be like, "Should I try punching her again?" <laughs> Esme has her face in her hands and says, "No! Why did you do it the first time?" <laughs> well, do you have a better idea? I have apparently, lots. Apparently, this whole whole issue, according to to our GM here is I gave her the idea of bringing her cat back to life. And I, I killed her probably... cat to begin with. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, obviously, I feel like I need to stop it. But if it's already happened, then we can't stop it, Esme. It depends on what the rules of this time travel world are. Right. Okay. Dottie, what has to happen for this to succeed? Give, give me the scroll. That's my scroll. We you will. already took it from me, didn't you? Shush. <laughs> You're making things worse. We will give you the scroll. Will you tell me what you need in order to make this work? There's just, there just has to be the sacrifice. Don't worry, I'll make all the preparations. We'll bring Penny back. Uh, okay, and... um. What preparations are those? You don't have to worry about that. I, I've got it under control. Well, you're an old lady. I'd like to... Let's call it help. I still have this shovel on me. Can I use that? No. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, you just had it strapped to your back like Norman Reedus? I don't know. It's still in my weaponry. I also have a Leatherman CX, so I could use that as a knife, right? Uh, you could. Can I take an arm off? So you're gonna try to attack this old lady? I don't know, Jeremy. I want to stab her in the heart. Hmm? That's what I want to do. Is that a melee weapon? 
for the knife? I succeed. I roll oh. a 20 against a 30. 30. I'm using the Leatherman CX. Oh my god. Okay. Maybe I, if you're going to say I have to throw it at her, I throw it at her. Like a... or something. I don't know. So you reach for your knife that you have, and you grab yes. a hold of it. Okay. Okay. And you've steeled yourself to attack this old woman who's reaching out <laughs> to you feebly for her black yeah. scroll. Yes. Correct. Okay. As you prepare to do so, you have a vision. Burning chains <laughs> fill your... Of what? Fill, burning chains fill, fill your sight, and you smell a black, acrid smoke. You are filled with dread at trying to change the course of what has already happened. And then the vision fades. Do you want to go through with your attack? I'm, I'm so going to snatch the, the scroll and take it outside. Yeah. Nothing stops Esme from leaving the house with the scroll. Great. I'm going to set the scroll <laughs> on fire. So, so, so Esme, mm -hmm. I had some weird bullshit vision that she's going to make something, like she's going to make this loop happen regardless of whatever we do. Okay. So maybe you burning the scroll is what makes her mess it up so horribly. Or oh. some bullshit. Okay. So. do whatever because our GM knows exactly what has to happen, apparently. Do I suffer a weird vision when I try to do this? Uh, no, you don't. So, why not? Alright, burn the scroll. Okay. Uh, so you find a nearby bucket and pour your kerosene and lighter fluid and everything in there. And you toss the scroll in and set it on fire. And it sits there in the flames. Oh, son of a bitch. What was that? It's not burning. So, you know, Jeremy, I never said if I decided whether or not I was going to continue with my attack against this old lady. <laughs> Esme, what do you think? I don't think killing Dottie is really the answer here. Although maybe it is. I don't know. I'm, I mean, y'all have this scroll right here. Mm -hmm. You know that time inside and outside the house flows differently, and nothing stopped you from taking the scroll from the house. So it's not the scroll, probably. Maybe. Possibly. Who the fuck knows? Jeremy I mean, said it would take hours to read the scroll. It, it, it would take two hours to read the scroll. What time is it? Uh, it is... Uh, past not, eight. Sometime past eight. Nine yeah, I think it's almost nine o'clock in, uh, in game. Okay. And, like, you check your phone, and it's about a minute after you guys went into the house the first time. So I'm, I'm still standing with Dottie, I assume. So, Dottie, where did you get that scroll? What scroll, dearie? So, Dottie, tell me about about being in the Pacific. Oh, uh, yes. I, I, I was an archaeologist. And she starts to tell you the... some stories of her time as an archaeologist. I'd love to hear that, Dottie. All right, while he's trying to extract facts from a senile woman... 
I'm going to fish the scroll out, maybe douse the flames and fish it out, and sit my happy ass down and I guess spend two hours reading it while my GM asks me what I'm doing during the two hours I'm reading this scroll. Okay, so you read the scroll for two hours. Uh, so the author, uh, one Atmox of the great city of Kalud, describes how these rituals can be twisted to relive a portion of one's life. Distressingly, it appears to be written in your own native language. Whatever that might be. Do you know multiple languages? No. Uh, just Asme? Yeah, Asme. I don't think you do. So you actually probably don't even notice that. You're just like, oh yes, of course this ancient scroll would be in English. Uh, Why wouldn't it be? Uh, so uh, the scroll discusses Atmox's dealings with a disgruntled priest of Aforgomon, Kalaspa, who pays him to violate the laws of time, so that Kalaspa might spend one last hour with his departed beloved. Atmox teaches him to reverse the propitiation rites, thereby invoking the chaos god Zexanoth, but only at a terrible price. Atmox clearly warns that anyone who attempts to relive or alter history risks the destruction of all existence and guarantees his own doom. Go ahead and give yourself uh, two more to your unnatural. Unnatural. Lose 1d6, Sandy. Man. Ooh, this could get interesting. Why? Alright, so you just lose one Sandy. Good job. While you're holding the scroll, uh, you have access to, to something called the Unlawful Sacrifice. Because you can... Uh, it, the scroll details those uh, reversed rites uh, that uh, Atmox taught Kalaspa. So the, uh, the unlawful sacrifice, uh, at the end of a long, twisted, mocking version of a prayer to a Forgamon, the uh, person impales themselves upon a sundial. Uh, if that happens to be the time period leading up to the spell, it creates a personal time loop for the caster. Uh, and a Forgamon will eventually blot the caster from all memory and existence. Okay. I mean, I guess we could just let that happen. Well, eventually, eventually for an ancient god could mean in like a millennia. Hmm. But she hasn't I don't know. Has she done it yet? I guess she did do it. So she, this, she did it already. So this is already yeah. happening. So she has to, com she has to complete it because she already did. So we have to. So the unlawful sacrifice. She's yep. going to impale herself on a sundial. That's what Jeremy said. Yep. What if she survives? And is it still going to loop? What if there's a doctor right there on hand who could revive her and get her to the hospital? But we can't get her out of the house. I mean, you might be able to. I mean, 
if it's a loop, then there's got to be some sort of like reset period, right? I don't know. I don't know Does how there? this yeah. works. I yes, time loops don't. The GM said it. <laughs> yes. Okay. So she's gonna kill herself. I'm gonna bring her back during the reset period that apparently exists. We take her to the hospital, and because she doesn't actually sacrifice herself, the time loop doesn't happen. It unhappens. Maybe. So, so the time loop. So from get from reading this scroll, uh, if the time loop has already happened, so therefore it has to happen. Everything that, like you guys coming in and interacting with Dottie, all of that happened on Tuesday of last week because it has already happened. So she has already and must kill herself at m- midnight. After Dottie kills herself with the sundial, there's a chance that you could get her out of the house at that point and then try to revive her. And then you've at least gotten her out of the loop. I mean, but then you also said that the loop can't be undone, so I don't... I don't know. Honestly, at this point, I'm just gonna say fuck it, call Delta Green, tell them that there's a time loop we can't do anything about, and go the fuck home. I mean, well, when, I whenever go back to my whether I should stab her or not. Because <laughs> I have this successful melee role that I had some bad premonition about. So that, that opportunity, well, actually, maybe not. Because no. this is all happening while Esme is outside. I mean, as far as I know, because I'm not privy to whatever Esme knows. Yes. Is this lady is about to start the time loop. And I think that maybe because of the weird time dilations that I have given her the idea and the means to do the time loop, but I'm not totally sure. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like I kind of do want to stab her. Do it. Do it, you coward. <laughs> who, who is a coward? Me? Standing there not stabbing an old woman? I don't know. Do you have a better idea? I really don't. Like, I feel I like mean, Jeremy's just sitting Jeremy over there. Jeremy's given like... us a few outs, which are wait two days or wait for a potential millennia. Either, and eventually the loop will stop. I mean, the loop's not hurting anybody. It uh, hurt this Jim cat. Malpert, or whatever his name was. He's oh, in the right. hospital. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's true. It did hurt, hurt him. And I guess the Verizon wireless guy, or whoever was in the basement. Um, <laughs> well, y'all saved name. him from it. What? I s- y'all saved him from it. Yeah, he's yeah, in the hospital, which- too. So, so there are two injuries plus multiple cat deaths. So I guess it's not totally innocuous. Uh, I also would like to point out the escalating nature of the cat deaths. That they do seem to be getting uh, wilder and wilder. Much how like when a top is almost done spinning, it starts wiggling more and more side to side until it topples. Oh, yeah, that's very helpful, Jeremy. Um, 
Thanks. Which again, I assume is meaning that we just we shouldn't do anything. We should just wait and eventually. We should set it, kill it the woman, will... set the house on fire. I'm gonna continue stabbing this lady. I've decided for sure. Jeremy, I continued with my stab. I I hit you want me to roll again or do we gonna say I hit successfully the first time? No. Just no. So what I I roll damage? Uh no. Uh, so, uh, Esme, now that you're done reading your scroll, what are you going to do? I'm going to go back inside. Has any time passed? I assume very little. So you walk inside and you... I was asking her about her time in the Pacific. Yes. You see Dottie begin to talk to Cindy about uh, her experiences as an archaeologist back in the 70s. And then you see Cindy rear her fist back, knife clutched. Uh, she is stabbing towards uh, Dottie. And then you see bright chains wrap around Cindy's arm and burn it off. Is it a proper burn? Do I need to stop the bleeding, or is it already cauterized? Uh, it, it is messily cauterized. There are chain-like abrasions up uh, all the way up to her shoulder. Or, not abrasions, but burns. Um, Cindy, you need to make a sand roll. And I'm gonna say that uh, Esme does as well. No, Esme's totally cool with it. So, so I no longer have an arm, right? You That's no weird. longer have an arm, or those Great. nimble fingers that you have been wiggling in my face this whole time, trying. Where to, did my uh, sanity go? I'm. <laughs> That's, I That's what to we be all quite frustrated. Know. Just, just FYI. All right. Yeah, I'm totally fine with it. Okay. Uh, so, what do I roll? There we go. D three. Uh, let, let me look this up real fast. Uh, so, uh, the unnatural. Uh, subjected to an overtly supernatural effect. So, lose a d6. Uh, and for witnessing, it's... Okay, just zero. So, you're not going to lose any, Esme. Oof. Yep. Oh, no! Oh, no! So, I lose six sanity, so I go temporarily no. insane. Is that right? Uh... That is correct. Um, oh, that's real bad. Unless you want to project onto a bond. Oh, when yeah, I'm going to definitely, yeah. I don't know, forget about yeah. Frank, the safety driver, who got us into this mess to begin with. All right, not, so, a, not avoiding this freaking cat. All right, so uh, roll a d4. Okay, so you're going to reduce sand loss by three. You're going to reduce okay. your willpower by three. Reduce my willpower by three. Okay. Yes. Uh, and reduce a bond score by three. Okay. Okay. Uh, Esme, uh, why don't you make a first aid check? All right. Great. Oh, no. She rolled a 83 against 60, so she does not successfully do first aid on me. No. Um, that, that arm is Dunzo's. It, it's not, 
he's not going to die from that unless there's some sort of infection. Or she's not going to, rather. Uh, but it is... It is not good. Sorry, sorry. I thought my arm was... T- was 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 no longer present. Yeah, Are yes. You telling me my arm is hurt. So your arm was severed. Uh, yes. Yes, your arm was severed by okay. burning. Good thing chains. I like robots, and I'm okay with robot arms, which hopefully I can get one. Leave it on the image of my 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 raised arm that then gets torn asunder by by chains. And then Tabitha is not freaked out by it, but also <laughs> fails t- totally at uh, doing first aid to me successfully. So I I'm I'm too I'm too wrapped I up. Just done nothing, done yeah. nothing to begin with, as I assumed the GM wanted us to do. I guess. So, Although then or, he would have asked us 350 times what we were doing while we did nothing. And, and while I'm sitting there, I I can only feel slightly better about myself because. I think about how much I still hate Frank, the safety driver. <laughs> how maybe I hate him even more now that he got us into this mess all to begin with by not doing his effing job of not running over small animals. <laughs> is that why y'all had all the tally marks in there? Because his job was not to do it? Yeah, I mean, his job was to not do it, but the computer really wanted to do it. That was the problem. <laughs> Now I'm, I'm thinking about if I can train my robot arm to attack every old woman it sees. <laughs> Whenever I get we'll, uh, we'll have to see. What was this um, roll for, Jeremy? Uh, so, uh, uh, reduce your dexterity by two points. Mine? Yes. Okay. Is there a reason for that? Uh, because you have one arm now. Okay. I still have nimble fingers, though, right? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, your other, your other hand still is pretty dexterous. Was it your right or your left? I mean, I'm gonna assume she's right-handed. So you have your left hand left. 